Hey, this is Russell Brunson. I want to welcome you to today's Marketing in Your Car. Welcome to the Marketing in Your Car podcast, where you can increase your traffic, conversions, and sales in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host, Russell Brunson. Hey guys and gals, everybody out there driving either to or from work or hanging out in your cubicle or at home or in bed or wherever you are hanging out with me tonight or today. I appreciate you guys. I'm heading home from the office right now and uh, we just uh, had a long day. We did a, we have a thing called Decade in a Day we do for all of our Inner Circle members where they get to come in and we do a full day consult. Well, an hour long consult with them, but then with like eight people throughout the day. So it was like eight hours and I'm a little bit fried and I'm heading home right now to go to the Boise State game. I got a cute little handicapped kid we're taking with us, so we got to get there early to get him into the stadium, and it's a lot of work, but it's going to be a lot of fun, so uh, really excited for that. Um, hopefully, my energy level will stay up, because I am beat right now, but wanted to talk to you guys about something interesting I learned from Shania Twain. Um, now, I need to admit, first off, I'm a huge Shania Twain fan. I had, had a crush on her since I was 18 years old. Uh, I was actually at a, uh, my senior year in high school, we went to a wrestling tournament, and uh and the wrestling tournament was out in uh, Florida. And our parents didn't come with us. It was like a whole bunch of wrestlers with our, I can't believe our poor coaches did that and took us on that. We went there and so we were all in this, you know, in a hotel room, like jammed in like 20 wrestlers in one hotel room. And and uh, anyway, MTV was cool back then. I don't think it is anymore, but it might be for young kids, but I don't think it's cool. But it definitely back then was still cool. And so every day, every morning they turn it on and like every morning, this song came on from this beautiful girl named Shania Twain, and it was uh, the song "Looks Like We Made It." And uh, anyway, I fell in love with Shania back then, and it's been awesome ever since. Anyway, so fast forward, and it was uh, it was interesting. Went to her concert, and uh, it was fun. We had a great time. But what was weird to me is like the first time I'd ever seen her live in person, and I like my distinct thought in my head was like, "Hey, it looks like Shania's Twain's mom." <laughs> That's what I thought like, and I'm like. Oh, I'm not 18 years old anymore. She's no longer 30 years old or whatever she was back then. And, and you know, we're all getting older and it's different. And, and I think that they were saying this, like, Shania's like, her last her last tour ever and all this stuff. And we were reading online. And um, even though, like, first time I heard about her was in 1998, I guess she'd been touring and doing stuff since 1992. So, 1992 till today, which is, I don't know how many years that is, like 20 years. It's a long time, right? A long, long time. And it's interesting that, People hear Shania Twain's coming in town, and they still pack the house, tons of people, and uh, it was really, really cool. So maybe start thinking about a question that I think is important for me, specifically, and for you, and for everyone who's trying to sell stuff. Um, and the question is, how how do we remain relevant? You know? Um, it's interesting. Uh, I, I got started in this business 12 years ago, and in that time, I could list off pages and pages of people who came in who were like the hot the hot stuff in in the couple different markets that I've been in and they come in and they come in you know with a lot of energy a lot of like fanfare they come in it's like wow these guys are amazing within a year year and a half two years these guys disappear and they're no longer relevant okay you see it with with celebrities all the time as well um, I remember uh, I had a guy write a sales letter for me a couple years ago and one of the um, cases he talks about it, and it was and we had a hand sketch and it was like this is hotter than tickets to a Justin Bieber concert or something. We never launched that sales video. In the future, I was always going to. And now I look at, like, Justin Bieber's whole, like, career's dead. And I'm like, crap, I can never use that sales video because that's no longer relevant, right? He's no longer relevant. Like, the whole concept. So if I ever do launch that sales video, i got to re-sketch it with someone else who's cool. 
um, which I just thought was kind of funny, but, um, yeah, I, I should, I should just post the, uh, the, uh, the hand sketch out to, uh, to the Justin Bieber because it's funny. Anyway, um, so that's a good question. Like, how do you stay relevant? Like, how do you, how do you stay? And I've, I've been grateful that, you know, in the 12 years I've been in this business, one that, you know, you guys would be familiar with, and I've been in a lot of businesses, but one that my face is on the front of it. Like, how do you stay relevant? And it's scary because I've gone through sessions or seasons or whatever you want to call them in my life, in my career, where I wasn't anymore. Okay? And it's like, I felt that where like one minute you're the hottest thing on earth, the next minute like nobody cares. And then, you know, you, you work really hard and then all of a sudden you become relevant again and then it goes away and it's like, man, how do you, how do you do that? How do you stay that way? And it's funny, I had a, had a talk uh, call or what do you want to call it? Mike Filson, one of my, my closest marketing buddies, one of the first guys I met when I got online and um, he, uh, he came to Boise a couple years ago and we spent a couple days here just talking about business and stuff. And, and I asked him, like, he was doing the, the, the marketers cruise every year. And I was like, why do you still do that, man? Like, you don't make any money. It's like a week away of your life. And he said, the real reason I do it is to stay relevant. He's like, that's what gets, keeps me in the mind of my, my customers, my JV partners, and my prospects all the time. He's like, if I stop doing that, I, the, you know, there's a chance I would slip and not be relevant anymore. And that was the first time I ever thought about it. Like, wow, like, that's, that's interesting. Like, how do you, how do you stay relevant? Okay, and that's a question I don't know if I can answer today on, on this podcast, um, but I might give you some hints or some ideas of things I've thought through and things I think have helped me in the times that uh, I've been able to you know, stay relevant. I hope I can continue to stay relevant um, you know, for a long time until I'm ready to disappear into the night, which is going to happen, you guys. Mark my word. One day, Russell will disappear, and I'll keep doing the marketing of car for you guys because I love you, but the rest of the world will not know I exist. Um, no, but... Uh, but uh, it's a couple of things. So first off, I think a big part of it is, uh, is you've got to be like a ferocious learner because not only does like whatever market you're in change a lot, um, even if even things don't change a lot in your market, which is true of some things, um, people are that are in that market, like, like there's cycles of things that are happening, things that are hot, things that are exciting. And if you... Like, I remember in the internet marketing space, for a long time, like, membership sites was the thing. Like, it was the hot topic. And, and uh, I, I luckily came in and rode that wave. I came out with a concept called microcontinuity about that time. And it blew up and made insane amounts of money. I was super relevant then. But then the, 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 the buzz and the excitement of membership sites went away. And I had to transition away from microcontinuity. Like, that, that product I launched today would not do a fraction of what it did when we launched it. Like, I hit it at a time it was hot. Um, one of my very first products I had success with was a public domain thing. Um, for whatever reason, public domain, you know, one or two years into my career became this hot topic and everyone was talking about it and Yonk Silver was launching products. All these things were happening. I was like, huh, all these people talking about public domain. I'm going to make a public domain membership site. And I came out and it just, it, it, it was right timing and it worked and it was relevant and it kept me, uh, you know, focused. And I think that if I wasn't like a voracious, voracious, I don't want to say that word, but, uh, you know, learning all the time and seeing what the trends are and learning and and trying to be the top of my game so that whatever whatever was hot and relevant that I was I was in that conversation I understood it I could I could keep up with it I could, and I could I could help expand those conversations and and take you know concept like membership sites are recurring and like how can I make this better what can I do how can I expand that that thought or that concept right I think that that's that's one uh, really really big thing um, I think that you know that kind of leads to the, to another thing is like is being prolific like um, you know. 
I, again, how do you teach being prolific, right? It's hard. It's not something that you can just teach, I don't think, but it's, it's understanding, like, I, I have this thing called the prolific index. Some of you guys may have seen it where in the middle is like, it's like the, the sane zone, right? This is like when you go to call or you go to high school and they teach you about the four food groups, right? Like that's in the middle. And then on the, the both ends of it, I have, I call it the crazy zone. And the, the crazy zone is like where, um, people are, you know, like crazy, like, Hey, liposuction, you should just chop off your fat and you'll lose weight that way, right? And then somewhere between the crazy zone and, and the boring mid zone is, uh, uh, is the, uh, the prolific zone. And this is where, like, for me, I think I talk about, like, guys like Dave Asprey hung out last week, like, putting butter in your coffee to lose weight. Like, that's the prolific zone. Like, it's, it's, it's not mainstream where no one's going to give you money. It's not crazy where people are going to think you're insane, but in between there, right? And that, that's the sweet spot. Like, that's where you got to be living. That's where you got to be thinking. Um, you know, I have friends that are, that are amazing at helping people lose weight, but they're so mainstream that nobody, that, that it's, it's hard for them to get a message out because their message is the same as everybody else's message, right? Like if you want your message to grow and to expand and to be shared and to, to go viral or whatever you want to call that, like it, it's got to fall in between there. It cannot be in the boring zone or the crazy zone. It's got to be in, in the prolific. And so even, even if you, you know, you don't believe in the crazier part of things, like you got to find the things you do and, and, and you got to tell stories and, and create things so that that becomes exciting. Right. Um, and, and that's, that's a, that, that is the key. Uh, that's a big key to it. Um, the next thing I think is, um, is, uh, I don't know. There's some, there's so many things. I, I think it's, I think it's, um, being relevant, not just to customers, but to, to partners, right? Like how do you, how do you serve how do you serve people that potentially uh, extend your message, right? Um, I, I've spent a lot of time, especially over the last 12 months, trying to put a lot of uh, time and energy into building relationships with with other people who I feel are, you know, very, very um, relevant so that I can I can ride on their coattails or I can leverage some of those things as well. Um, you know, learning learning how to speak, learning how to, how to sell, learning how to be good on camera so that people are excited. You know, this this Periscope thing for me has, has been evolving a lot lately. Like it, it's been interesting to me. Like, you know, I, I love, I love my podcast. Like, I love this, you know, but it's hard for me to grow this audience. Like it grows organically. And, uh, luckily there's a lot of word of mouth from you guys who I appreciate like sharing this with other people. In fact, if you like this episode, share it, please. Uh, but it's, it's hard for me to, to inherently promote it. Like there's not good tools, to, like build your podcast. Right. Um, I mean, there's things you can do, but it's not as easy. Whereas, pot, whereas with Periscope, um, I've got a lot more, a lot more things, a lot more tools I can use to, to grow that following. And, and it's growing, not super fast, but you know, right now we're averaging, um, I think about, about three or 400 people, um, are watching my webinar or watching my periscopes, uh, when, uh, when they're live, which has been awesome. And then another like five or 600, so almost a thousand people are watching each one, which is cool. But it's been evolving, and I'm figuring, first I was doing these long ones that were 15, 20 minutes long, and, and they were good, but like I was losing people really, really fast, and I did one a couple of days ago, I just called it a marketing quickie, and I shared it, and like, it was awesome, engagement, sharing, everything was like way better, and so now I, I'm getting my platform down, so that I've done three in a row, or I just call them marketing quickies, and they're quick, like five minute long periscopes, that are fast, that are awesome, then I'm taking that, and I can, I can push it, and, and it's, that it's growing, and it's growing, and, and I think that um, finding some of that, and then being very, very consistent is, is key as well. And anyway, there, there's a lot of little things, and so I don't know if I know the answer, but I wanted to kind of start the conversation, get you guys thinking and, and running that through your heads, because I think it's important, because uh, just because you're making money today, you, may, you might not be making money tomorrow. So be grateful for what you have right now. Be grateful for whatever platform you're, you're have, you have, because it can go away. 
and uh, I've seen mine go up and down through the years, and and I'm very uh, you know aware of that. And I'm very grateful for what I do have, and uh, I want to stress for you guys that you understand that and be grateful for it, uh, because uh, you know and, and do things you can to stay relevant, because that's that's a big key. Um, you know, again, I have friends who who thought they would be forever, and I watch them, and and most of them, they're not doing what they were five, ten years ago, and uh, and that's kind of you know it's a big deal. So, hope that helps. Hope it helps. Um, at least get your your thoughts in that direction, and uh, and yeah, you know, I'm tired. I'm beat up. I'm gonna go home, go to the football game, and have some fun. So thanks, you guys. Appreciate you, and I'll talk to you soon.